You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. I'm Herb Hamm. This week marks a significant milestone for Macmillan Estate Planning, 20 years in the business of helping families protect what they've worked so hard to build. Our guest on the program is founder and CEO, Sherry McMillan. She talks about the approach that has made McMillan Estate Planning a yardstick of quality as a specialist in its field of practice. Good estate planning is about so many facets of life and ultimately it doesn't just cover one area, it covers everything from law and tax, but more importantly, your life and your plan in life, and of course, a legacy plan as well. So over the years, what I've come to learn is that it actually takes multiple areas of expertise in order to facilitate a family appropriately. So I was very, very blessed um, when I started Macmillan with that vision uh, to bring on some amazing people with me to grow the business, to take care of families with a holistic approach and a comprehensive approach and care for the families in this way. Now, it doesn't hurt that I was a secret Monopoly player. I don't want to date myself. I didn't play video games. I played Monopoly as I grew up. And I just really had a passion for it. So I think that that has been reflected in my work. Certainly, I was very idealistic in the development of Macmillan and what its function in the community would be for the clients. And I really have never lost that cause. It's been challenging as I've had to amplify that cause by serving so many families and also having staff serve in the same, we call it the Macmillan magic way, the community. And obviously, I have a great deal of passion about safeguarding family significance. And it takes many different approaches in order to do that appropriately. But from day one, I've had that idealistic point of view. Now, as I've matured and as the business has matured, I have come to learn that we probably only can protect 80 to 90 percent of families' issues. But at least if we take that approach and cover as much as we possibly can, we'll uh, do good work for that family and hopefully they have harmony in their family for the years to come. The Macmillan approach to estate planning places much importance on understanding family dynamics. We look at each family unit and each individual as just that, an individual. I'm very proud to say that we have never built the same plan twice at Macmillan and The reason for that is all of us come from a different belief system and value set. We come from a different family history. We come from different jurisdictions. And it requires us to put a specific kind of plan together for that specific family. So I've always believed that the way you start a design for a family is not with the eyes of legal or tax, but alternatively, that you come at it from their goals and objectives and the soft issues that they are facing as a family, because that should drive the rest of the planning. Now, unfortunately, um, a lot of other firms will do it backwards. 
So I will speak in turn and say, you know, this is traditionally the case in banking or law or tax, is that they're always thinking retroactively what has happened and how do we handle it. This approach is looking forward and saying, what do you want to have happen in your family? What are the challenges you are facing in your family? What could be challenges in the future? And we're really looking at the intimacy and the issues that that family has. And then we're building the right plan around that. And I think it's fundamental because I think the opposite type of planning is wrong. It's wrong for so many reasons. You end up with the wrong plan because you're not knowing who the person is. And so you're putting a boilerplate around them. And at the end of the day, it will not work or function for that family. Having the right plan in place will be one of the main themes at the upcoming McMillan Estate Planning Seminar, which will be presented Thursday, March 30th. You can pre-register online at macmillanestate.com. One of Sherry McMillan's key topics that evening will focus on how good estate planning helps preserve family harmony. I certainly believe most areas that cause challenge for a family are certainly because they are attached to the sentimental areas and they haven't been explored or discussed and have resolution around them. I I can share with you a case study that we uh, ran up against years ago, and it was an excellent case for seeing why we should address soft issues and why harmony is so important. It was an exceptionally lovely family we worked with, and they'd had a 40-year family business. And when we were working with this family, we always suggest to families that they ask their family members one question to keep Christmas harmonious. And that question is, I'm planning my estate, and I just want to understand if there's anything sentimental in our estate that we should think about. So you're not sharing numbers, you're not sharing the detail of your estate, you're just simply asking that one question. So in this particular family, they had a daughter who was working in the family business and a son that actually lived in Ontario, in Toronto. And he wasn't operating in the family business, he had developed his own career. So we asked the daughter this question, we said, is there anything sentimental to you about your mom and dad's estate? And she said, oh yes, there is. And her position was that when she was a young girl, her mother had written a really lovely poem that they used to read every Christmas. And so she thought it was very meaningful if she could inherit that poem and pass it on to her children. So we explored that a little further. And then we pursued the conversation a little further with her and said, well, you are working in the family business. Are you interested in inheriting the family business? And she said, oh, no, I hate the family business. I'm just there because I get to visit with dad. So um, it was quite a surprise, obviously, to the parent group. They were surprised and delighted because they were glad she wanted to visit them so much that she would do something she hated. Now, that being said, when we asked the son, the interesting part of the story was we asked the son what was sentimental to him. The very first sentence he said was the family business. And I made mention to him, well, you're not working in the family business. And he said, well, no, I won't until dad dies, but then I'll come back and take over. So imagine this estate plan not contemplating those two questions because what the parents first thought was is that they were going to transfer the family business to their daughter and give their son cash. 
It would have been the wrong plan. So alternatively, the good news of this communication was that the son returned to Alberta and has continued to run the family business, and it has thrived due to his management. The parent group has been able to travel and take some downtime. The sister, unfortunately, now goes to the business even more because she does love her brother, too, and her father is still there. But she's also assured that she's going to get the family poem. So you can see that by having the communication in a proactive way and finding out what the soft issues are and finding out some uh, creative solutions by brainstorming as a family unit, you can actually create a really positive impact instead of a negative emotional breakdown of the family unit because we only have one set of family. We only have one set of brothers and sisters or one set of cousins. So I think that these particular areas certainly have to be talked about proactively while mom and dad have authority to make those plans for the children. Trust and estate planning specialist Sherry McMillan talking about how keeping the peace helps families protect their estates. If you have not addressed the family harmony, then they can interrupt the process of your plan transferring appropriately. So they could hold up the estate, they could argue. And this is really fundamental because on occasion, unfortunately, we will work with a family and find out that they maybe have an impasse with a child. So um, one specific child I can think of today, um, sadly, he has been in and out of jail due to addiction. And his family is very concerned that he will, for the reason of addiction, maybe pursue their estate to get more value because of his addiction. And so what we've done in this particular family is we have created what we call a living trust so that he cannot challenge it. He does not even have the privilege to challenge it. So the harmony won't be challenged because he doesn't have the opportunity to challenge. And alternatively, what we've done is we've crafted his portion very safely for him. So if we're going to provide him housing, that portion of his wealth will stay in a trust for him so he can't just sell it for drugs. So you can see there's a lot of creative solutions to keep harmony if it's not a natural fallout of communication. Sometimes it's not possible because everybody has a mind of their own, and sometimes it's not possible because there are family issues such as addiction and illness. But knowing we're going to have those issues, then we can still be proactive to find the solution in advance. When we come back after this short break, Sherry McMillan talks about more of the values that guide her life and legacy approach to estate planning. This is The Strong Room.